Welcome to the Nearly Coherent Podcast. I'm Ed, and joining me this evening, a man who is to sexy what the Jets are to losing, is my buddy Jeff. Jeff, how are you? Whoa. Whoa. Yep. Whoa. Do you know what this episode is? Give it to him. My yearly sports joke. The annual sports joke, and a good one, by the way. Thank you very much. Well done. Well done. I had to research that. I did it for you. I was guessing that it was going to be this episode for the annual sports joke. Yeah. But I didn't realize that you were going to first pitch, crank that shit out of the park. Yeah. Been a minute. I'm feeling good. Feeling relaxed. I'm feeling loosey-goosey. Less so now that I've said loosey-goosey. Why? What's wrong with loosey-goosey? It's weird. Feels weird. I'm okay with it. You flowed right through it. That's Let's true. not make a big deal about it. It was nice. Let's, yeah. You know what? If you like it, I like it. Let's go back to that Jets joke. Let's do it. How much research did you do or did it come through? Because it was, it's spot on, by the way. Literally five minutes just to verify that what I believe about the Jets was correct. That's true. Because historically, my joke is about either the Jets or the Knicks or the Mets, because those are the easy three. All historically awful teams, yes. Yeah. Although, and I won't get too much into sports, but... Thank God. The Mets may turn it around. So I'm going to caution you for next year, do your research before you throw one out there. Okay. Because they may turn it around. I don't know. I got to be honest with you. There's two things that keep me away from using the Mets. One, I grew up, like, liking the Mets. Like, I used to watch baseball. Everybody likes the Mets. You can't hate the Mets. Yeah, well, yeah. it was when Daryl Strawberry started throwing bleach into the, you know, the stands. I was like, uh, I'm out. That was 1993. I haven't forgotten it, and I'm still a little leery when I go to a Mets game. In his defense, he was on massive amounts of cocaine, though. Yeah. So. Also probably pretty pissed that they stole his likeness for the Koopas in the Super Mario Brothers movie. Tiny head. Big body, tiny head. Yeah, remarkable. Wow. Second thing. I'm afraid of Mr. Met. I'm afraid he's going to come to my house and beat the shit out of me, and there's going to be nothing I can do. He's actually the opposite of Strawberry. Yeah. Oh, and nobody would believe you. They would think it's a cry wolf. Yeah. It's not like you're calling, like, oh, Gritty showed up. First of all, Gritty, if if he showed up and beat the shit out of me, I'd be honored. Yeah, people would expect it. You're right. Mr. Met doesn't look like he can beat anybody up. No. No, Mr. Met, he's got that power. He's got that big-ass head, and I know how much weight you can throw behind a big-ass head, because I don't know if you know this about me. I got a big-ass head. If I had a small body, I would be a real-life Mr. Met. What we should do next year is just both go as gritty, because you've got the beard, and uh, I'll I'll find the meth somewhere, I'm sure. Now, are we both going, or is it like one of those horse costumes where one of us is... Okay, just checking. Just checking. Fair enough. Like those three kids in a trench coat from BoJack Horseman. I don't watch BoJack Horseman. Oh, you should. You know, it's, it's funny that you mentioned BoJack Horseman, not to compare it to directly, but I lump it in somewhat with, you know, Rick and Morty and other Adult Swim fare of that nature. And I was just going to 
say to you that I'm down because I'm missing Rick and Morty big time. Yeah, I think I think a BoJack Horseman might help. You got to give it because in the beginning, I don't think it really like catches your heart. But it gets there. And also there's a holiday special that you have to watch in order of like when it showed up, because otherwise it doesn't uh, punch you in the heart. All right. So watch it. Same way. Watch the series in chronological order is what you're saying. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's very well worth it. What's it streaming on? That's a Netflix exclusive, sir. Okay. Perfect. There you go. I will give that a shot. You recommended um, Rick and Morty. You swore I would love it. You were not even a little bit wrong. I know you. You and I, we got a thing. Yeah, we do. We were, you were right on with that. And I'm feeling the void of adult humor cartoons right now because I just finished season four of Big Mouth. Mm. I don't know if you watch, but Mulaney, who I know you're a big fan of, is prominently featured in that show. So I just finished that. Again, another excellent season it is the most disturbing raunchy thing i've ever seen and because i'm a fan of the people that make it i love the show i think it's hilarious yeah my problem is i have evolving feelings about nick kroll i originally hated nick kroll yep and then oh hello happened and i went oh oh shit do i do i like nick kroll and then he did something else and i was just like oh 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 god like Nick Kroll. Yes. That's so I had weird. that conversation just yesterday. So a friend of mine was a Kroll, always a Kroll show fan, loved Kroll show. Mm. I thought the show was terrible. Fucking awful. That, that's most of where my problems with him came from. Yeah. I thought that that show was awful, but he was on the league and I liked him on the league and he does the voice. He does multiple voices on this. And his voice work is so, it's so impressive. His voice work is incredible. If you watch even one or two episodes of this, because he does like six different voices, then watch him like do table read for this or something like that. Listening, he's like, he does a couple of voices. I'm like, there's no way that he's not using some sort of studio effects. He's not. Yeah. Like he did it in an interview and he just pops from voice to voice. I'm like, how does he do this? It's amazing. And it's made me like Nick Kroll. I think it's because I don't have to see his face. That does help a lot. Yeah. I hate his face. Uh, It's also very different than Justin Roiland, who does the voice of both Rick and Morty. And every time you hear him do any other kind, you're like, oh, no, that's just Rick with a slightly higher voice. Yes. You can always tell what other voices he does. But Rick's voice is great. Oh, absolutely. Everything that he does with Rick, I I think the show is just awesome. I got one more TV question for you. Lay it on me. Are you watching The Mandalorian? Yes. Where are you at? I am caught up to this week. Okay. So. Spoilers, um, folks. We're putting down the spoiler warning here. I treat Mandalorian like I treat Marvel movies. I'm actually not going to spoil this. I won't talk about anything specific. But I'm going to spoil that there's full frontal nudity from the Mandalorian. He still wears the helmet. That's episode seven. It's just him swinging. It is. Circles. The Mandalorian. I'm going to propose something and tell me what you think. Please do. The last three episodes. Mm-hmm. 
if you were to put those three episodes together as a movie. Now, I understand there's, you know, setup and exposition that you wouldn't get because it came in. A, but blah, blah, blah. Those three episodes are better than six of the nine Star Wars movies. Maybe better than seven. Yes. They're awesome. And I'm sorry, I mean the main Star Wars movies, Solo and and Rogue One, it's better than both of them too. No, it is not. No, it is as good as Rogue One. Rogue One is an incredible movie and I will die on that hill. I like Rogue One. I have watched it and I do like it. But I do like these last three episodes I think have been just awesome. Like everything about them. They have been. They have been great. Absolutely. Especially the dick twirling scene is great. Honestly, very artful. Incredible. Yep. Tastefully done. Very. I couldn't ask for more. All right. So we're, we're close. We may. Yeah. If it's five, six, seven movies, whatever it is, but it would be at the upper middle of the pack if if these three episodes were a movie. Absolutely. I'm pumped up to find out what happens. Me too. Even though I know I'm going to be disappointed because it's probably going to be some sort of cliffhanger. And you know how I feel about not having things spelled out and wrapped up with a bow. Yeah, you, you're not a fan. I fucking not hate a fan. that. <laughs> and we're going to have to wait till December 2021, I think, is when the next season comes out. So I think it's like a full year. Yeah. 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 Oof. It's interesting. Like I, We're going to go on a little bit of a tangent here, but it's interesting how they shot that show. I don't know if you saw there's a documentary video about it that was going around a couple weeks ago. I haven't watched it, but yeah, I did. I'm aware of that. Basically, they have a huge soundstage that's just got a curved LED panel on it, and they just build everything using Unreal Engine, which is what they use for building video games like Bioshock, Arkham Knight, all the Arkham stuff, a billion other things that I'm not thinking of because those two are like two of my favorite games. So I have them right off the top of my head. Okay. And I, from what I understand, all the technology they've used on that is what they're going to be using for a lot of Marvel movies now so that they can shoot them with COVID restrictions uh, working. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. The first one that's supposed to do that is uh, Love and Thunder. I can't wait for that movie. It's going to be so good. Gonna be real, real good. Taika Waititi has directed a couple. I, I know one for sure. I thought it was a couple, but directed a couple episodes of The Mandalorian. Yes, he's a very good director. He is a very good director. I like that they've had different directors do different episodes, and like those episodes have have really taken heavy influences from genres like westerns. I think a we- like the western yeah. movie and and very. Specifically, I think the Magnificent Seven is a real big influence on this show. And man, it's just really well done. It is really well done. I love it. Can I go in one other direction real quick? Because you can go, you there can is do something that I have really been waiting to ask you about. Yes, I will marry you. Perfect. And can we perform our own ceremony? I sure hope so. I wonder if that's allowed. Who the hell else am I going to have do it? Dave? No, God, is I even invited. Hey, we got to have a busboy somehow. Oh, they might be working that night at the at the <laughs> venue. That's true. Yeah. Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield, mm-hmm. Tom Holland. Yeah. All slated to be in the same Spider-Man movie. One, I'm worried about this movie a bit because I think they took the wrong lesson from Into the Spider-Verse. But two, give me Alfred Molina as Doc Ock any day of the week. 
Yeah, so he's I only mentioned the characters that would be playing Peter Parker, but yeah, I got to be honest. The most interesting part of that is Doc Ock coming back to me. I do like that. I really liked him as Doc Ock. He was wonderful. And there is that Twitter video of him uh, on set. Alfred Molina was getting ready to do Fiddler on the Roof, and he would sing with the arms dancing with him. Oh, that's pretty funny. I got I haven't seen that. I'll send it to you later. I didn't even watch the Amazing Spider-Man franchise. Oh, that's the second set. Right, that's the second set. But I really did not like Sam Raimi's at all. Any of them. Yeah, you see, 2 is one of my favorite comic book movies of all time. Is it? I didn't like it. And maybe there were aspects that I didn't like. And the only reason I even say that is because I feel like you're a harsher critic of them than I am. And if you liked it, then maybe I'm looking at it wrong, but I just couldn't get past. Like I just, I hate Tobey Maguire in everything. He's my emo Jeremy Renner. And I fucking hate his guts. Did I ever say the story about how I saw Spider-Man three at the, did you go to the premiere? I did. I got passes. I don't remember if it was press passes or I won something. I feel like it was a press pass and I got, Tickets to the premiere of Spider-Man 3 after Spider-Man 2, which I I loved. I was really excited for Spider-Man 3. Uh, not so much for Venom because Venom sucks, but, you know, the rest of it. The main premiere was booked up, so I got shuffled to the Staten Island premiere. Yes. So I had to go spend my first time on Staten Island outside of a car. I stepped on Staten Island soil first time to go see Spider-Man 3. Yo. It was the 2020 of my life before 2020. It was the worst time. You sat in garbage to watch garbage. Yeah. It was like the writers of the universe were trying too hard to just nail that metaphor. That's like it is. It's like a a bit that should have gotten cut from a sitcom and it made it into your life. Yeah. So. You're nervous about this Spider-Man. Are you even a little excited about it? I am excited, but I'm also nervous. Okay. I would still like to have a Spider-Man movie that's done in the MCU. There have been movies that headline Spider-Man, but two of them were Iron Man 4 and 5, basically. And now you're going to have Doctor Strange and everything else. Like, just let, give me a Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Please. You know who actually feels the same way as you? Andrew Garfield, he says that the the relationship between Spider-Man and Tony is all wrong. Yeah, it absolutely is. Like the first movie dealt with him trying to be Tony and trying to do what he does, which he's not. He's your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. And mm-hmm. that the second movie was all about whether or not he'd be able to live up to the legacy and that they really yeah. weren't about Spider-Man. Nope, so they weren't. If you and Andrew Garfield ever meet, open with that. Yeah, definitely open with that instead of how dare you have dated Emma Stone, you sag of shit. She's going to be back. You excited? Only if I can somehow get on set and propose and she doesn't have me arrested. I don't know if she'd have you arrested. Left out of the studio, quite possibly. Honestly, I'd take it. I would take it too. You getting left out, I would watch it. I'm your friend. I'm, I'll support you later, but I'm fucking definitely laughing now. Yeah. As you should. I'll help you pick up the pieces after. But you always do. I'm going to make sure they're good and shattered first. (laughs) Oh, 
Yeah. So what else is, uh, what's new with you, man? We got way into it before I said, how are you? Sorry. Yeah, that's all right. I'm fine. Who cares? We're talking about important shit here. Well, it, I will also say it is your fault. You're right. You can't put together an intro like that and then expect me to not get completely lost. Yeah, listen. You knew that was coming. I did. I did. I'm just, I, you know what? I want to make editing just a little bit harder for myself later. It's fine. Man's always up for a challenge. More on that later but hey let's talk about a uh, thing that came out yesterday oh airpods max yes let's talk about because it. i have feelings and exactly zero of them are good really yeah all right now hold on because i gotta ask you a question go ahead please how long before you buy them not gonna happen i had the series and everybody who listens to this Knows I had the Series Zero Apple Watch. Like, I bought it. I was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? I got my money. They came out with the watch. And I went, that is going to be my treat. I'm going to have myself the fanciest Apple Watch. And then I held on to that thing forever and just started hating it because it was slow. It didn't do anything right. It was just a mess. This is the Apple Watch Series Zero of headphones to me. Okay. It's overpriced. Indeed. It's too heavy. I mean, it's, what, 380 kilograms that has to sit on your head? They're the two metal cups, apparently, if you move your head, you can feel them weighing yourself down. My neck doesn't need that kind of strain. Really? Yeah, it's not great. And I feel like I want to save this to build up, but I'm so mad about it that I'm going to get to it now. That goddamn case. Oh. Those weird booby tits that they've got yeah the it looks like a strapless bra yeah it's horrendous first of all the notch that's at the bottom of them there's this like weird little cutout on both sides so part of your metal headphones isn't protected including part of your cushy hair uh cups which remind me about that in a second it doesn't line up there's a little like cutout for the lightning port it doesn't line up correctly god does is that true which is the most Unapple thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, who the hell are you, Samsung? Get your shit together, yeah, Tim Cook. That is a big fuck up. One, two, the case doesn't close well. So if you don't hit the magnet correctly, you don't turn your goddamn headphones off. So it's just draining battery. Now, apparently, it does get a good 16 to 20 hours of battery life, even with noise canceling on. But I don't want my headphones running out of battery because I'm not listening to Dare to Be Stupid 500 times in a row. What the hell is wrong with you? How many times could you could you listen to it in 16 hours? Uh, it's what, a three-minute song? So a lot? I don't math. Okay, just wondering. You know what? I'll let somebody else do that. Get on it, Malta. It, it's, it's, the case is so, and it doesn't protect the headband. The headband that is made of mesh. Like the thing that is going to break. I don't think, it, it doesn't seem like it protects anything. It doesn't. It's useless. Oh, so stupid. It is the most useless damn thing I've ever seen in my life. Second only to the ear cups. I mean, the ear cups coming out and being magnetic. Awesome. Love that. Love that you can replace the ear cups because for a $550 pair of headphones, I better be able to swap out the ear cups when they get all gnarly and gross. Good point. But to charge $70 for them? Are you legitimately high? What is going on? Yeah, Apple's really come out of pocket with some of their shit this year. Like that $130 yeah. charger. Five, what is it? Five, $549 for this, right? 
yeah, 549 for this. By the way, that $130 Duo charger has the same feel as the case for the uh, AirPods Max, and apparently it is what scientists call not good. It feels gross. Oh, God damn it. Unhappy. Yeah. God damn it. And I know you and I were texting each other the other day and going like, my brain's trying to convince me to buy these. And you said the same thing because, again, we get each other. Yep. But after seeing some reviews and just what clinched it for me beyond the fact that, A, I'm not spending $500 on headphones. 550 plus that. $550 on headphones. If they were $350, take my money, even with your stupid case. But for $550, I better get a case that protects my headphones, that doesn't suck, and doesn't look like just a butt. <laughs> it doesn't look like a butt. Also, in what damn universe... Does Apple think that they live in where charging $550 and not giving me a charging brick? They charge you $1,400 for a phone and there's no charging brick. Look, I don't like the whole phone idea and also the fact that they were like, but we still give you the cable, but it's a USB-C cable, so it doesn't, it's not compatible with any of the cables. Yeah, we still give you the cable that nobody except Ed has it for. Yeah, exactly. I don't like that with the phone, but I especially don't like it. When you're not giving me either a cable where I can connect my headphones in an airplane, an entertainment system. What if I want to watch Hobbs and Shaw on the four-inch screen in a JetBlue gang? Come on. I need to spend 35 extra dollars for a cable for that? Get out. What does it come with? What cable does it come with? A lightning to USB-C. And to do that, you would then need an adapter to go to a... It's a $35 lightning to regular headphone jack. Pass. Mm-hmm. For $35? For, like, f for 15 more than that, maybe even less, I'll buy an AirFly and connect that way. That thing's... I have that for my AirPod Pros, and uh, I love it. Yeah, it's this whole headphone, and it's not like... I got the whole, yeah, your monitor is like $6,000, and you have to spend another $1,000 on a stand. Okay, but it's for a stand that's for professional grade so if you know that you need it you can justify it blah 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 blah. i get all that yeah. these are headphones these are regular headphones they're not reference monitor headphones they're not special like give you a neck rub while you're listening to them they don't play with your nipples they don't they don't mock that they refuse even though they go and hang out in a strapless bra when they're off good point you would think they'd be into the nipple stuff it's ridiculous i am I'm not getting these damn things. I'm definitely not. I I will say unequivocally the generation one of these headphones I am not getting. No. I make no promises about subsequent headphones. Absolutely not. Series three, I'll probably be right on board. But this one, no. And the digital crown that they're using on there, I'm not a fan of it on there. I'm ambivalent. I But I feel like for that price, they could put... Better controls. I don't know what would be better controls, though. That's the thing. Okay. Because that it still gives you the the feedback, so you hear the click, 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 click as you're doing things. So that's helpful. It's better than like you know, pressing the button on this. That I I still don't know what the button on this headphone does. It might kill me. Who knows? Don't press it then. I I don't intend to. There you go. I assure you. The world may never know. Yeah, I'm going to stick with my Beats Pros until they die, and then I'm going to use these Surface Pro headphones that I got. 
from Microsoft. By the way, I guess I have to say this again. Microsoft partner. Woo, woo, woo. Their headphones are pretty good. It's a nice case. It is a nice case. It looks like a case that would protect the headphones. You know what? That's the weird thing. It does. There you go. Your beats should last you for a fair amount of time still. The cups are starting to wear out. Oh, yeah. The cups. I have the, I'm using the Bose. Uh, what do you call? The cups are shot. Wow. Those are. Yeah. So back to things that Apple released that I'm actually pretty jazzed about. Yeah. Apple Fitness Plus came out yesterday. It did. Have you tried it yet? I have not. I've gone in there and uh, looked. I didn't do the update yesterday. I did the update last night overnight. Mm. So today was the first time that I was able to see it. It looks pretty fucking cool. I'm just going to throw it out there. Yesterday, in the interest of this podcast, I did one of their beginner sessions. Now, this is what I actually like about Apple Fitness Plus. Because, like, if you get into, like, Peloton and all the rest of this shit, it's like, oh, okay, you got to go, like, 50 miles right now, you big, dumb, fat idiot. I'm not going to do that. That's how you get me the hell out of your stupid thing. They have an entire section that's basically the preview videos for it. Listen, are you just a slob who hasn't exercised in literally years? We got you. Do you not have a neck... Try this. Do you get winded moving yourself from one couch cushion to another cooler couch cushion? Try this on for size. It will help. We're here for you. And actually, yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad deal. I felt like I had done something. I slept well. It was weird. I don't know if like this is a thing that happens with exercise. We got to do an experiment. You're going to need to eat some broccoli and do an exercise and see what happens. Oh, God. It'd be like a super soldier. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to eat some Chinese broccoli like, like I did 200 episodes ago. I'm going to do these exercises for three weeks. By January, I'm going to be down 90 pounds. Can you imagine, though, if, if the whole key is that you've just never eaten a vegetable or done any exercise and after like one day you're an Adonis, <laughs> like, more of an Adonis? Yeah, thank you. First of all, let's get that right. Sorry. After a particularly bad breakup. I had gained during that relationship a bunch of just, like, coasting weight, I suppose I'm going to call it. <laughs> and by the time I was done, I was like, ah, oh, I'm gross. And I started eating better. And I went to the gym, like, three times a week and just did the treadmill. I remember you going to the gym. I lost 40 pounds like that. Yeah. It was ridiculous. I also cut out soda. That's not happening. So let's not get our hopes up. But it could happen. It could. I By the time Dave's wedding comes around, I could have... At least a four-pack of Mountain Dew wrapped around my waist. I'll tell you right now, if I cut out soda now, by the next time we record, I could be down 15 pounds. Yeah, so- soda is a harsh mistress, and I love her so much. Oh, me too. Yeah. I love Sit soda. Your, <laughs> I'm just sucking down Mountain Dews and Cokes like they're going out of style. <sighs> Give me a quick top five sodas, please. Sure. Coke Surge combined for number one. Fanta. Mountain Dew, Sprite. Well, Coke and you got Coke, Surge. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna I, I put Coke and Surge as my two favorites, so we're gonna make okay. that the five. But that's your top five. I was trying to think of a fifth soda. I was like, I'm not gonna say Sierra Mist. That sucks. And Pepsi isn't even a drinkable liquid. Fanta is it the orange? Yeah. Okay. I like uh, Sunkissed Orange better. Personally, you know what? Fanta originally it was Minute Maid Orange, and I. Used to have orange soda with my grandfather, and that was the one. So it's the same taste. Gotcha. So okay. that's that's more of like a 
nostalgia sort okay. of deal. Listen, I'm not knocking it. It's delicious. I love orange soda. Oh, orange soda is so good. What about you? What you got? That's a tough one. I'm probably putting Dr. Pepper at number one. Okay. Ginger ale at number two. Shit, I didn't even think about ginger ale. Because you know what? I don't think of ginger ale as a soda. I think of ginger ale as a remedy for your tummy. I, I was just going to say, it's medicine, right? Is that why? Yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 I love ginger ale. But it's Canada Dry is the best. Yeah, I can agree with that, I think. Schweppes has no taste. I think Canada Dry is the best one. And then I shouldn't say, I shouldn't just completely thrash Schweppes because I can't remember. Schweppes or Seagram's, one of them has no taste at all. None. Oh, oh I think it's Seagram's. Okay, I can't remember. But one Schweppes, of them has... Uh, yeah, because Schweppes is my backup ginger ale. All right. I can't, well, I can't remember because I avoid I, – if I can get Canada Dry, that's where I'm going. All right, so that's that's number two. I, and by the way, regular Coke will – you know, original Coke will do at any time. You'll, I will never turn it down. Yeah. But when I have the choice, I like Cherry Coke. And then I'm thinking – I'm thinking in there that Stewart's Orange Cream and rounding it out – with cream soda. I like mug. I like A&W. I'm good with both of those. But Boylan's cream soda is boobies. I love Boylan's cream soda. I don't mean to offend anybody by saying that Boylan's cream soda is boobies. If that's what you're getting offended by, by things that we've said in the past five years. Yeah, that's you, true. You really have to figure out a couple of things in your life. I'm going to explain, though, to the listeners. That's a compliment as I love boobies. So now that's out there. <laughs> yes. In breaking news, Jeff likes boobies. This just in. Water is wet. Yep. Sun is bright. Actually, water is not wet, right? Water makes things wet. Is water itself wet? Yes. Okay. Because without the H2, all you got is oxygen, so it's not wet. I passed my science class, by the way, so I can now make all sorts of jokes and not worry about the fact that I might mess it up on a test. Boom, boom. There you go. Perfect. That's why I waited until now to start bringing yeah. up chemistry. Yep. That was – we had an agreement. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, are we not going to talk about the fact that you prepped for the episode and exercised? Ugh, I know. Like, who am I? Have you no shame? <laughs> Trust me, all I have is shame. That's all I've got left. Here, if it makes you feel better, it's an Apple thing. That doesn't count. It's true. Honestly, I didn't feel bad about it at all. I was totally fine with it. You know, if if Apple wants me to, I don't know, extend my life a little bit, who because they'll get more money out of me that way, who am I to say no? Can you imagine that? That's why this thing has a pulse oximeter and it tells you if yeah. you fall. They're like, oh, this schmuck that bought a $600 watch every two years, he fell. Somebody go help him. Yeah. <laughs> he, every two years. Yeah, that's He's due ticket. for upgrading. He'll <laughs> <laughs> save his life. Yeah, I just don't want to be winded walking six steps anymore. That'd be no, great. That's a very good point. Yeah. What else you got? Anything? Uh, well, you know what? Let's let's do what I believe they call in the business a little programming note. I don't know what that is, so take it away, sir. There have been several episodes that I, because of, like, you know, burnout, the class I was taking that I just mentioned, 
the software that I use to edit things not being compatible with Big Sur and then breaking and then making me angry and then making me want to throw myself out a window. There's basically like seven episodes that haven't come out. So coming towards the end of this year, expect a big dump of episodes right on your face. And by the way, listen up, everybody. He doesn't owe you any explanation. Okay? From the bottom of his heart, he's giving you one. He owes you motherfuckers nothing. (laughs) So, you take that, Sandy. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm just kidding, Sandy. I don't even know. Hopefully you still listen. Get at me on Twitter, man. I miss you. So, here's a fun little Sandy story. I had a meeting this morning with the rest of my team at work. And Sandy was sitting there with his hood up, and he looked like immediately after the meeting, he was going to go do a rap battle at 8 Mile. It was amazing. You know what? You look like that right now, except for the Christmas Moose t-shirt. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a reindeer saying the mask goes over your nose. I I am so embarrassed that I said Christmas Moose. <laughs> I cannot, I cannot believe that I said Christmas moose. Do you realize if Dave said that, I would fucking annihilate him for the next decade for saying that, for calling it a Christmas moose? I feel like it's one of the stupidest things I've ever said. Christmas moose. Jeez, good Lord. Terrible. it's still better than tall kid in the short lineup or whatever the hell that horse shit was. Oh, so yeah, well. You got him yes. there. Yes, but oof. Oof. I said, can I tell you, can I at least take one breath to explain to you why I said Christmas moose? Can, can I, Can I before you do that, I literally blacked out for half a second because I was laughing so hard that no oxygen got to my brain. <laughs> that is how much I loved you. <laughs> I know. Here's the thing. So what does your shirt say? I can't Uh, quite read it. It is a reindeer wearing a mask uh, like you would wear out, and the mask is on its face in the bottom text. The mask goes over your nose. Okay. So I would assume that that's Rudolph because Uh, he's the mask with the famous nose. But Mm -hmm. the way that it's positioned – all I can see is the O-S-E in nose. I'm thinking that that is preceded by M-O. Yeah. So I'm like, for some reason, I thought it said moose, and I called him a Christmas moose. The reindeer is wearing a Santa hat, and it's got antlers, so I could see where you'd go like, oh, Christmas moose, <laughs> as opposed to the most common horned animal that goes with Christmas, the reindeer. I'm, I'm going to tell you what. I am going to refer to them as Christmas moose from now on. That's what it is. That's the title of the episode. That's it. Boom. The, Christmas moose. It's a Christmas thing. Christmas moose. And you know what? If you don't like it, Jeff didn't owe you shit. You're goddamn right. I don't <laughs> owe you nothing. <laughs> we will berate you so hard. Still listen to us, please. We need this in our lives. It's all we've got left. Or at least me. I mean, Jeff's got children, I guess. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's true. But please, I still still listen to us, even though we don't yeah. owe you shit. 
Oh, all right, man. You got anything else for me? I don't. I thought I would have something else, and then I said fucking Christmas moose, and <laughs> it's it's so bad. I'm so upset that Dave's going to hear me say Christmas moose. I feel like I have to beat Dave up now. Like, I know we, you know, we, we josh around, and I throw, you know, throw some... I throw some verbal jabs his way. I feel like I've got to drive to New Jersey and just throw Dave the ass whooping of a lifetime. <laughs> just, just, straight just to up make sure. Him. Yeah, just to make sure he knows that uh, he got beat up by the guy that called it a Christmas moose. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's phenomenal. Well, I'll talk to you next week. Sounds good, buddy. I love you. I love you. And I love your Christmas moves. 